This poem is called The Misled Virgin. The bride, they have said, is glorious, white and waiting, peaceful, victorious. The bride, they have said, is complete, ordered and happy, restful and neat. Yet here, seeing through dim and ill-lit glasses, the bride appears ruled by the mid-social classes. She is brooded and steered through her earthly processional by patronised smiles and methods professional. Her lovers and leaders are not hard, hurt, nor spiritual, but clean-cut and smart, and above all, worldly acceptable. To enemies abroad that she'd like to keep calm, she presents lovers and leaders that will do them no harm. So, ill-loved, ill-served, ill-fed, ineffective, this bride's earthly glory is above all deceptive. Thus says the Lord God, Behold, I am against the shepherds, and I will require my flock at their hand. Ezekiel 34, verse 10. And again, from Acts chapter 4, verse 8 to 13, we read this, Then Peter, filled with the Holy Spirit, said to them, Rulers of the people and elders of Israel, if we this day are judged for a good deed done to a helpless man, by what means he has been made well, let it be known to you all and to all the people of Israel that by the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, whom you crucified, whom God raised from the dead, by him this man stands here before you whole. This is the stone which has rejected by you builders, which has become the chief cornerstone. Nor is there salvation in any other, for there is no other name under heaven, given among men by which men must be saved. Now when they saw the boldness of Peter and John, and perceived that they were uneducated and untrained men, they marvelled, and they realised that they had been with Jesus. I wrote this poem sometime around 1995. Frankly, nothing has changed much in the Western Church since then, except our terminal decline continues. So I asked then, and I ask now, why has the church in Britain been run by middle-class professionals and the moneyed classes for so long? I'll tell you why. Because money is power, and because money is an accepted sign of God's blessing, because money means success. Who wants poor ignorant failures as leaders? Bugger the Galileans, bugger the uneducated fishermen, bugger those that have simply been with Jesus. Get a degree, get a master's, get a doctorate, and then stick it on the church notice board and put your name against it. Oh, it gets my gander up, Geoffrey. We need some hard men in our pulpits, men with scars. Hard men who are not afraid to say what the word of God says. Men valiant for the truth. Men with bloodied faces. This is anathema to the feminized compromised church of entertainment. No matter, it shall soon be dead. Yes, we need hurt men in our pulpits. Not church hurt men. That's par for the course anyways. But God hurt men. Men who have laid hold of the traveller unknown and got their thigh and nose put well out of joint. Men who have had a fight with God and have both lost and won at the same time. We need spiritual men, men of the Holy Spirit, men who know his dealings, men who have been both led into the wilderness and into the third heaven. Where are these men today? Look now, the consequence of the absence of such men for the church is simple. It's not well loved by our leaders. Indeed, it's hated. 
It's not well served by her leaders. Indeed, it is led astray in the blood of Christ, and all his treasures are sucked out of it by those well-dressed and incumbent incubuses. The church has become a tool of useful idiots for the government's failing social programs, but it is spiritually ineffective, and totally so. It has no earthly glory, save the baking soda whitening brushed daily on its grey head and members by cool leaders all. I wonder if much of the Western Church has been taken over by Decepticon demons. Some performance tips for you. In the first stanza, be smirmy. Not slimy, not smarmy, but smirmy. And that's not a spelling mistake either. For to be smirmy is to be excessively and smilingly, mockingly condescending, like a realtor drunk on drugs. From there on in, be a working-class blue-collar union member. By the way, I've copyrighted the word smirmy. And now I've cheered you up. Here's a second reading. The Misled Virgin The bride, they have said, is glorious, white, and waiting, peaceful, victorious. The bride, they have said, is complete, ordered and happy, restful and neat. Yet here, seeing through dim and ill-lit glasses, the bride appears ruled by the mid-social classes. She is brooded and steered through her earthly processional by patronised smiles and methods professional. Her lovers and leaders are not hard-hurt nor spiritual, but clean-cut and smart, and above all, worldly acceptable. To enemies abroad that she'd like to keep calm, she presents lovers and leaders that will do them no harm. So ill-loved, ill-served, ill-fed, ineffective, this bride's earthly glory is above all deceptive. Decepticon armies are mobilising forthwith. Smoke them out. Hunt them down. Leave no rock unturned. Blast them in the air! Smash them on the ground! The time is here to show the universe the Decepticon Army rules supreme! My company before is gone And I am left alone with thee With thee all night I mean to stay And wrestle till the break of day I need Tell thee who I am My misery and sin declare Thyself hast called me by my name Look on thy hands and read it there But who, I ask thee, who art thou? Tell me thy name and tell me In vain now strugglers to get 
I never will unloose my hold. Art thou the man that died for me? The secret of thy love unfold. Wrestling, I will not let thee go till I thy name, thy nature Shadows flee, your universal love. Thou.